Welcome to Heavyweights, the show that is at this point holding Armin together because the entire state of Washington is screaming, crying, and throwing up. I'm John Regalitzo. I'm Armin Tului, and it's been a, a bad week. I'm Sam Mangalena. How's it going, folks? Today we are joined by Roy Matthews. Hey, y'all. Uh, I ain't an Alabama fan, but it's weird that the, the devil himself isn't in college football anymore. I yeah, don't know what that means. This is, yeah, the, the, it's been... Just an absolute crazy week. So, yeah, so we are joined today by Roy Matthews. He is our, our, a heavyweight super fan and a 2023 Publius Fellow at the Claremont Institute. So he is one of us. Uh, Roy, thanks for coming on. Happy to have you on. Welcome to Heavyweights. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. And the devil himself refers to Nick Saban because I'm afraid of him as much as everybody everybody else is. Well, so, I, you know, as a uh, as, as a Washington fan alum, I, uh, I have to say I'm uh, – at first, I was excited by the news of Nick Saban resigning, and then I was quickly, I quickly learned my lesson to be careful what you wish for because they they stole our coach and had half of our team overnight. So that was not fun. He canceled the radio interview. He was supposed was to go brutal. on that radio interview, and they said, uh, "Guys, let's we're gonna have to take a time out." And then he was on the tarmac the next day. It That's was brutal. wild. And now uh, Romo Dunze is going to the NFL. Penix is, is going to the going NFL. To the NFL. So, yeah, it's the, it's the team's in total rebuild mode. We're moving to the Big Ten. We're going to get crushed. Horrendous. That's right. And Washington's going to the Big Ten next year. Oh no! We made the uh, we made the natty, but at what cost? At what cost? All I'm all I'm saying is, uh, Nick Saban decided to retire before they they take the SEC and like essentially get rid of the divisions and make everybody play each other. And Nick Saban's worst record or winning percentage against an SEC team is against my South Carolina Gamecocks only at six uh, only at six six seven winning percentage so maybe he just didn't want to play us this year so I don't know that's just that's my speculation everybody's afraid of the Cox indeed <laughs> there's uh several disgusting and quite frankly just off the wall uh sayings that I heard going to football games growing up as a kid and um one of them is you can't lick our cocks. <laughs> they used to say that in rowing also because the the coxswain it was the like cox- we like to get our cocks uh, yeah. wet. Dude, I'm, you... I'm from South Carolina. We don't have rowing in the South. You get eaten by alligators, so we just mm. like we stay on land and like beat the shit out of each other. Oh, sure. speaking of uh speaking of rowing and the University of Washington, there's oh, true, a big true. there's a big movie out. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Boys in the boat. Boys in the yeah. boat about the uh the UW yeah. rowing team that went to the Olympics and uh beat Hitler's uh super team. So uh see I, I, I so gotta bad. see it at some point. It proves it over that America is truly the land of the Ubermensch. <laughs> Anyways, and, and... kind of a kind of a big week as far as news goes right i mean we're we're at war again that's that that's interesting right this is like the what the fourth war we've gotten involved in third i, I think this it's the, the only one that the defense secretary has conducted via a hospital bed does he because he decided to disappear <laughs> yeah. can we talk about wild. that because we haven't done that since then like the secretary of defense was like in the hospital on his deathbed basically and nobody knew yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing that good a job, anyways. Like, did things get much worse? I oh, mean, more, more the chain of command and... was incredibly <laughs> broad. I mean, he pulled a Mark Sanford, except he didn't go to the Appalachian Trail. Uh, he apparently had cancer. So, he, I mean, he pulled a less gay Pete Buttigieg. 
and and what even like the like the deputy secretary was like oh i'm on vacation yeah what <laughs> it's like when uh saki and biden were both mia during the afghanistan withdrawal oh yeah oh that's right were they, were they on vacation too uh biden was at camp david on a retreat saki was actually on vacation the adults are in the room don't you forget it decency is on the ballot as we rain down <laughs> uh bombs and i don't know other high explosives on the Houthi air force yeah but we only killed like, like five one people plane. we hit we dropped like 75 bombs and killed like five people so <laughs> what's going mm-hmm. on here the 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 math doesn't doesn't add up actually it's I girl saw, math. it was um uh, Eric Prince, the uh, the Blackwater guy, recently got on Twitter, and his uh, his first tweet was something along the lines of like, even in like bloated, obese Washington, using two million dollar missiles to take out fifty thousand dollar drones is bad math. I'm like, he's, <laughs> he's he's dead on, man. Like, we're gonna we're we're probably gonna go spend like another hundred billion dollars, and when is Eric then, Prince like get nothing done? When is Eric Prince just gonna become Caesar? Because we need a warlord. <laughs> I mean, seems like the most likely candidate alive today. <laughs> I mean, he writes a hell of a good book. I have his book. I'm, I'm looking at the book on my bookshelf right now. But man, he yeah, if he's seeing some shit, I'd I don't know. I I'd I'd join the Prince Junta in in a in a heartbeat. He uh he'll be doing a as as we record this on uh, Saturday, January thirteenth. He will be doing a a Twitter space with uh, my boss Christopher Rufo. Uh, on uh, Monday evening, 5 p.m. Eastern. So uh, this episode will be coming out after the space. So Probably. I can't really like be telling you to tune in, but like if you missed it, go back and listen to it because I'm sure it was really good. Armin's been hooking some big, big fish recently. Some big scalps and big fish. Can what we get? Uh, can we get Eric Prince on this podcast and to give us all grenade launchers? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> now Prince on the podcast, I don't think I can pull yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that qualifier on there. The grenade launchers, though, I do know a guy. Oh, uh, yeah, it's the last I time. Have the space. Yeah, it's the last time I had a grenade launcher was in Modern Warfare 2, and I was uh, called several slurs for using it in games. So <laughs> well, we can't be doing every, that. We can't be using the ner- can't be using the noob tubes. That's every uh, that's every game of Modern Warfare 2, man. I I, I swear. <laughs> If if people knew, actually, I had this conversation with with uh, with Chris, my boss, recently, that there's definitely a generational divide. That like for 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 one reason or another, the the topic of like slurs came up, and he's like, you know, when I was a, a kid and like going in through like high school, like I, I don't think I ever heard anyone use like most of these slurs. And I was like, oh boy, there's a big generational divide <laughs> here, man. <laughs> I think I. Uh, I spent 10 minutes in uh, Xbox live chat in like 2011 and you're going to lose your fucking mind. <laughs> so did you guys see this thing about Jerry Nadler saying we need uh, illegals to pick the vegetables? And we need immigrants in this country. Forget the fact that the farm that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many Immigrants, many illegal immigrants. Oh, guys, I don't mean to be the the Democrats or the real racist, but this is exactly like, the same thing they said about slaves. You know, no, no, like real. No, I, I tweeted ironically though. Unironically, yes, we, we go through import, this crap like, like a slave class. Like you and Ar, like you, Armin, you and Aaron McIntyre had it like a. You replied to an Aaron McIntyre tweet about like the Dems are the real racist crap, but like here they are. They're using mudsill theory. 
like actual 19th century slave theory to justify illegal immigration. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's the like, same. I don't I don't know. Like, do they not think about this stuff? Like we had Nancy Pelosi did the same thing. What was it like two years ago? And she said, well, we need them to, to pick the crops. Why are you shipping these uh, immigrants uh, up north? We need them to pick the crops down here. And it's like, yeah, come on, guys. If we if we deported all the illegal immigrants, who would clean the toilets and pick the, the strawberries? Come on. Those are really <laughs> dignified jobs, guys. Like, I'm going to find I'm going to find this tweet because it, like it's an actual quote from like an actual 19th century slave theorist who said basically it, 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 John, John is quite familiar with 19th century uh, slave theory, <laughs> by the way. All these north, all these northerners have such a, a knowledge of the 19th century, and me and the ones, the one South Carolinian here is like, what are we talking about? John is black. <laughs> John caucuses with the Free Soil Party. The Free Soil. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this is a quote from John Henry Hammond, the 19th century planter and slave theorist. You found this in way all too social quickly. systems. <laughs> what you found this way too quickly for comfort. I tweeted it. Oh, okay. In all social systems, there must be a class to do the menial duties to perform the drudgery of life. That is, a class requiring but a low order of intellect and but little skill. Such a class you must have. It constitutes the very mud sill of society. Like You're just describing like the median white guy nowadays, unfortunately. Well, actually, we're describing the median brown guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, I, I that, that's, exactly, that's exactly what, you know, illegal immigrant labor does in this country. It's I was really actually talking to it, a... Uh, I, I was talking to a buddy like uh, a week or two ago of mine uh, who's a contractor now, and he said even all the way up here in western Washington, about as far from the southern border as you can get, uh, that they're they're all getting undercut by illegals yeah. that are new arrivals within the last two, three years that, you know, they, they're getting outbid on every single project because there's some dude coming in from like Ecuador or Guatemala and is willing to work for below minimum wage under the table. Yeah. Like you can't compete with that. I don't, so on the other side of that, like my dad was a farmer and our neighbors are farmers. And I've been hearing for like two years now that like they're still having trouble in South Jersey in the summer, getting people to, to pick crops during the summer. And the ones who do want to get $20, $25 an hour. Like what? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, like our neighbors are are offering, you know, the minimum wage in New Jersey is I think twelve fifty something, and like they're getting almost double that under the under the table, you know. Like, and New Jersey has all these kind of strenuous like work requirements and even you know stuff like that. But like, it's not even like they're here to do like the low class labor anymore. Like the ones who are coming in now just want government money and free yeah. stuff that's the real problem now So, like you have all these republicans who say like uh like all these establishment republicans like paul ryan etc who say like they're coming here for a better shot at life and a, like the american dream they're coming here for a better apartment and for the gibbs they're not coming here because they care about the american experiment or anything it's yeah. just cynical capitalism they're trying to exploit that's all this is yeah there is a pretty big uh story up in maine where i used to work a couple I uh, think about a month or so ago where they did a bunch of investigations to all these old properties, farmhouses that have been in these families for generations that were sold to these um, essentially Chinese nationals that had either illegally immigrated or had immigrated illegally or overstayed their visa. And they were growing. The, they had these massive pot operations inside these houses 
Um, a guy over at Main Wire, I know Steve Robinson, like went to all these houses and like stuck his camera in there and found like these massive grows and completely illegal, completely unregulated. You know, they're spraying, spraying all these chemicals on these plants and weed is legal in Maine, but they're shipping it to, to Massachusetts, to New York and in New Jersey. Um, so I doubt y'all are like buying weed off the street. But if you do check and see if it's uh, the guy calls it triad weed. Um, but no, you're right. I mean, they're coming in here and buying out these these historic farmhouses that these families have lived in for generations and turn them into pot farms. They're not even living there. They live out of state. Most of them live in New York or Boston. I can't wait. But the border is secure again. The border is secure. The northern border, especially like we they uh, I think Maine, the uh, gosh, Holton, Holton, Maine is up near the Canadian border. And they caught like a bunch of Romanian nationals and Chinese nationals and and like. Mexicans, Ecuadorians, Haitians, they're all just, they're coming in through the northern border too, since all those folks are getting shipped down to the southern border to, do, to push papers. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so speaking of the, the southern border, do you guys see this development in Texas where the uh, the state essentially told the feds to get lost and Let's they're uh, they're taking this. over? Yeah, that is like, an interesting development. But it's, it's, it's hard, they're hardly telling them to take over. It, it was very much like... Greg Abbott didn't really do anything. They're not deporting or anything. They're just kind of like, hey, we're here now. There's no actual, like, substance to it. But I saw that they were at least uh, removing all of the, uh, whatever it was, DHS or uh, what other federal that's, agents. They were like, literally shepherding people it, across yeah, it the is, border. Yeah, it's a direct challenge to the federal government. I mean, it, it, it's another, it's a shot, it's a shot, across the, shot across the bow. That's fair. But like, yeah, it, I mean, like, let's do some deportations. Right. Like we need to actually see some like tangible action on this. But like when I say I've been on this tangent for a little while now, like we're really getting into like middle of the 19th century territory. Like it's it's, you know, between the the political tactics that are being deployed, the actual ideological underlying conditions, you know, the rationalizations for pick your pet cause of the, the, huge, subjugation. the huge wave of unregulated immigration. Right. And now the actual, well, and now that also the, um, that's also some mid 19th century vibe yeah. right there. <laughs> but like, and, and just now the actual like challenge, you know, challenging the federal government, like history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And, you know, we're singing a song right now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, look on the bright side of life. It's just like, <laughs> like I, I don't know, like the second civil war is just going to be just immensely gay <laughs> did you guys see that ridiculous uh movie trailer yeah oh, so for, for the, the... the where the where texas and california they like unite to like take down the the country what a what <laughs> it's just liberal doomsday porn like the the only oh. situation i can see where texas and california form an alliance is if they both essentially become northern provinces of mexico and then form an alliance. Yeah. Like if they get sufficiently invaded and like are just like fully like like super majority Hispanic, then well, maybe uh, that can yeah. happen. But like otherwise, it it's might, not going to happen. It might happen in years when they turn Texas blue or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, I mean it would be like the it would be like the the Oslon thing, right? You know, like in the uh, American Southwest. I'm sure you guys have probably heard at least a little bit about this, right? Where like the it, it's it's especially strong in like Southern California and Arizona among like the uh, like lefty Hispanics that like they want to essentially reclaim Northern Mexico, which is like the American Southwest, basically basically everything that they lost in the Mexican American War. That like there's still a grievance about that. Yeah, John Tyler didn't go far enough.
the ghost of Santa Ana is rearing its <laughs> ugly head again. Montezuma's revenge, except it's Santa Ana's revenge. <laughs> yeah. So just in like kind of historical, like alternate history, I think ideal American borders, we should have taken the entire Baja Peninsula from uh, from Mexico just for aesthetic purposes that like mm -hmm. California should have extended all the way down into Baja. Yeah. And then we should have had a, a land connection to uh, Alaska as well. We that, like Western, Western, Western Canada should also have been annexed. Yeah, that uh, BC yep. and whatever the, the Northwest Territory that connect uh, Washington and uh, Alaska, those should be America UConn. as well. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Tyler and James Polk did not go far enough, and I think Jefferson Zach Cuba. Taylor, Jefferson wanted Cuba. Cuba would be nice, man. If if Cuba had been like you know just part of America for the last like two hundred years, that like it would probably be a really it would be like. Uh, you know the hawaii of the of the caribbean it'd be beautiful it's 50 miles off of key west like the only reason why it isn't there is just because of lack of vision we could i've been i have been to cuba man and, hey, and, same, I'll tell you, yeah. and i'll tell you right now they they would love to be a part of this country minus all the all the communists we should we should uh we should do a live podcast and we could probably Atlanta. figure something out where, where that, that where that happens cuba. you know one day Trump needs to to buy Cuba and like he was trying to buy Greenland. No, we need to buy Cuba. <laughs> to buy Cuba. Honestly, Cubans we should also love. buy. We should also buy Greenland. Yeah, no, yeah. use Greenland as like a bargaining chip for Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know, actually, I'm I, I'm envisioning that in uh, if we, you know, God willing, we get a a second Trump term or 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 more that uh, when you know he when could we uh, get a second Trump term yeah, term when term when when. Yeah, I, I put the I, I put the God willing on there. If uh, may, may, maybe sure maybe there's another there's some other plan in the works here, and maybe it's on a second Trump term, but it's something better. Who knows? Um, but uh, anyways, I, uh, I I have family in uh, in Denmark that uh, people don't know that like half my family is Danish, and like most of the people on my mom's side stayed in Denmark. So uh, I I got connections over there. So like if Trump's looking for a guy to go over to Denmark and negotiate a deal for uh, for Greenland. I would certainly be. Uh, I think. I think it'd be a good choice. That Whoa. that makes that makes two of us. I've got some family over in Copenhagen too. Oh, oh right on, top guy. Yeah. Dude, it's all planned. <laughs> we're all we're all planning sleeper agents. Special. Uh, we can be. A, we can, we can be part of the special envoy to uh, to the the Danish government and make them an <laughs> offer they uh, they can't refuse for. Uh, I'm for going to bat for you, Denmark. I got your back, Denmark. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're gonna go put the squeeze on Denmark. Tell them uh, it'd be a real shame if something happened to their country, you know. Maybe they should just hand over Greenland. Those are some nice wooden shoes you got there. Would hate to see something happen to them. <laughs> oh, no, so actually, uh, funny, uh, funny, just like random historical uh, fact about Denmark is that in 2007, they uh, sent like a uh, official word from like the, the Department of the Navy or whatever for uh, Denmark to the, uh, the, the, the prime minister at the time or president. And saying that, like the uh, the trees that we planted two hundred years ago to rebuild our navy have finally fully grown, and we can rebuild our navy. Because it was the navy that got sunk in like the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> the old of like old wooden sailing ships, and they replanted a whole bunch of trees, like thinking they're Amazing. like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna rebuild this navy one day. And it took two hundred years for them to grow the trees big enough, and that they sent word right. in like two thousand seven. Like, all right, gentlemen. guys, we can do it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we got them. <laughs> so i think um don't more was actually speak english in denmark than speak danish no they, they all speak danish but they also all speak english okay and most of them speak german too there's a better chance of us building wooden ships than building actual warships so i don't know i think um 
affirmative action. Like... I, I I think affirmative action engineers might actually have more trouble with the wooden ships than the uh, <laughs> the modern ones. Yeah, they can't even build planes. Oh no. That's, that, yeah, that this door. Segway. No, I, oh, I, have massive, I, I, uh, I have a massive I, phobia of airplanes already, and seeing that video, just I, I never want to set foot on an airplane again. You know, uh, almost every time I fly, it's on Alaska Airlines on a seven thirty seven Max. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> those are like all the planes they use out of Seattle, and like it's like by far the most convenient airline being in Seattle because it's their main hub. And uh, I, I will be flying on a Alaska 737 at least at least twice in the next month, probably more. Via con Dios. Braver man than I. That's that is yeah that is that's well we're gonna need a, a new co-host Roy. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I no, like to gonna... live dangerously. Dude, yeah, the, the deep state's gonna knock down his plane, except they're not gonna kill him, and he's gonna emerge from the wilderness and like with an even bigger beard and like <laughs> yeah. hand painted tattoos, <laughs> carrying like a bear skin on the on his back, like um, it's uh, DiCaprio like uh, yeah, the guy in uh, the guy in the Revenant, um, yeah, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's guy in the Revenant when he comes except comes the- crawling out of the woods, half dead, bear skin on his back, just like you motherfuckers, I'm coming back. <laughs> it'll take a lot more than a plane it'll crash be like to the kill Armin. Of West Virginia. um i i teased this in the group chat earlier um i want to make this prediction while we're on this topic i predict that the absolute bottoming out of our competency crisis in america will coincide with the point at which the narrative against dei will have hit its peak so that those two things will intersect right at the moment where you'll get a lot of multi-million dollar lawsuits against airplane companies because airplanes are literally falling out of the sky but of course this is not an optimistic prediction because you'll still have to you know it'll take another decade or generation to actually fill the gaps created by the dei hiring blitz of the 2000s and 2010s yeah i think that's probably right yeah uh gloomy but uh but accurate so um, this is something maybe something i plan to explore on our Substack, heavyweights.substack.com. So check that out eventually. Maybe <laughs> a good time it. to invest in in the railroad industry. Maybe uh maybe trains are going to make a big comeback. Although they actually seem to be derailing all the time too. So I don't know if they're that much better. Yeah, East Palestine's uh, beautiful this time of year. Um, too soon. Too soon. But yeah, no, soon. Wait, I, wait, actually, that's, that could apply to either East Palestine this uh, time of year. Yeah, it's okay. Vance is gonna. Vance has got the the railway <laughs> thing. Back. It's gonna. It's gonna make it all better. I. We just have to worry about who's actually driving the train. And right wing John Fetterman. <laughs> I love him. It's hilarious. What a one eighty. No. So uh, there, there was a bit of controversy, right, about the stuff when he was talking about uh, South Africa. He was uh, talking saying, about apartheid. I see. I, I I thought so at first, but then when I I went back and I watched it again, and then I read the statement that his office put out afterwards, mm, oh. and it changed my mind. That I think in the moment he actually was talking about the white South Africans, like he hmm. basically had like a uh, I don't know, like a, a brain damage moment of clarity where like he like <laughs> was just thinking clearly, and he was like, "Hey, wait a minute." South Africa is complaining about genocide. Didn't I hear that? Like they're like killing all the white farmers there. And he just kind of was like going off the cuff and then had to walk it back when he started mm-hmm. the 
right wingers started praising him and like the i'm sure he probably got a call from someone at the dnc or like you know chuck schumer and was like hey you got to walk this back you can't be talking about that and so they put out this like very vague statement where they're like oh no he was talking about you know all of the the crises going on in the african continent and that like uh south africa had never weighed in in sudan and like they have their own internal problems it was like a complete like non sequitur from like what he was talking about and like it wouldn't make sense if he's criticizing the current like ANC regime. Why would he be bringing up apartheid like to criticize the current regime? That wouldn't make sense. Like this is the anti-apartheid regime. So I think he actually was in a moment of clarity saying something true, and then they told him like, "Hey, you got to knock it off." That's my theory, but maybe I'm wrong. I want to believe it because I like the new Fetter, the Fetter arc right now. Uh, so I'll take your word for it. It's the it's the white pilled case. What's going on with that uh that communist like war in northern Africa right now, or I guess north what? of South Africa? Like there was a whole bunch of communist coups going on at the same time. It's far north of South Africa. That's more yeah. in like West Africa, in yeah, like I mean, uh, N- Niger and like Burkina Faso yeah. and like yeah, uh, Northwest Africa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. North Africa wasn't the right term like, for it, so I just said the north. Sa- of South I think Africa, it's the yeah, like lazy, the, the but... I think I think it's called the Sahel. And like the area just below, like Sahel yeah. and like the very northern parts of like sub-Saharan Africa, um, kind of like the area between, you know, where it goes from yeah. desert to rainforest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Russian interference, actual Russian interference, folks. Probably. That, yeah. I mean, that that actually that Probably, actually yeah. is happening. Like they they do have a lot of mercenaries on the ground there. Yeah. I know that, Wonder. but um, the French have been the French have been heavily involved. I'm I'm far from an expert on this, but I know. The, the French are very involved in West Africa that like yeah. they, they still have kind of like a, a proto they control empire. their economy. They do. Right. Because they yeah. almost all use they almost all use, you know, French currency. Yeah. Still, uh, cool. I believe. Or they did for a long time. And and France, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of making this up as I go here, but France is heavily involved in. in I mean, West France African controls affairs. all their gold is mm-hmm. is one of the issues. There's uh, there's no way they're still on Franks. Yeah, it's true because France is on isn't on francs. Um, I, I think they're relying on France for banking largely. But again, I'm yeah. just assuming because they control the gold. But who knows? Anyways, you know, you know who we should have uh, talk about this is a uh, fellow uh, or another Publius fellow friend of the show, Zineb. Zineb oh, yes. would be the uh, the go to expert here. I don't know if she would do the podcast, but uh, she's or on the website. We get that that Simon guy from uh, the African news outlet. Simon 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 Atiba. Yeah. Oh, the one who asked all the the base questions at the uh, the press conferences. The guy who's always screaming at uh, KJP. <laughs> yeah, I like him. I like that guy. I like that guy. We should get him on the show. We just got to find him somewhere. What about Malik Obama? You think we could get Malik Obama <laughs> one day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would I'm be gonna, a get. I'm gonna ask him if he's voting for Trump again. Oh, I'm sure he is. Probably. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Who else is he gonna vote for? I don't know. You know, he might be. Big a, Mike. A, yeah. Hey guys, the uh, you, you might you know, believe you in can, the Bergamentum still. <laughs> you can see the uh, you, you can see the light at the end of the the tunnel with this this whole primary business. That like it's it's so apparently over that it's, like yeah. it like I think what, what what I think after Iowa and New Hampshire, it's completely over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I curious. Agree. I'm very curious about how the ra- uh, the rankings will come out in Iowa. Um, I, I think Vivek will come in like a will obviously come in fourth, but he keeps saying everyone's going to be surprised. So I await to be surprised. 
I don't think I will Vivek's be surprised. Vivek's lane is occupied, though. Like, Vivek is running on... His his whole shtick is that he's Trump, but younger. You know? Like, that. Like what lane is that? He's like the... He's Trump's backup. Right. But, like, the if, they're wanting, if they're going to vote for Trump's backup, they should just vote for Trump. Fair. So, I mean... Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. Maybe don't some people just be. Maybe some people will just be like, "Well, Trump's going to win anyway, so like, yeah. might as well just like throw yeah. a bone to Vivek and like, Who knows? you know, uh, maybe he pulls a surprise third. Yeah. That's what he I'm just... saying. I'll be surprised if he's anything but fourth. Um, I think Halo will come in second. I think DeSantis will be third. At which point, just drop out and go to Elba, be exiled. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think DeSantis is... will. I think he'll drop out after New Hampshire. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, didn't 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 Chris Christie basically say as much? The uh, the the hot, yeah, mic the hot incident. Mic. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that that honestly, that was that made me respect Christie a lot more. Knowing what he uh, what, what he sounds like behind closed doors, he's a, he's a, sounds like a very reasonable guy. Sounds like an average New Jerseyan man or New yeah. Jersey knight. I don't know. I don't know. New Jerseyan. Yeah, there you go. Meat a Jersey boy is the proper term. He's a a, a yes. Jersey boy. He's a Jersey boy. <laughs> A gabagool American, yes. Yes. <laughs> he looks like he's had some gabagool, all right. <laughs> I bet, you know, because he was like a, a federal prosecutor, right? Like early in his career. I'm yes. sure he had like tons of interaction with oh, like, yeah. like the, the he did. Yeah. That, that's yeah, how he made did. his name. Yeah. He made his name yeah. uh kind of like Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. They made their names like being like the mob guys, like breaking up the mob and such. A lot of Rico. Which work. was which was a net loss. For everybody involved, I am pro organized crime. Like, I mean, it's, it's Italian American caucus. I, I well, prefer organized crime to yeah, disorganized crime. Exactly. Like, At well, least there's rules. So, actually, uh, the, speaking of that, I thought it was hilarious um, with this this Harvard plagiarism scandal that still isn't isn't going away. Uh, the Bill Ackman is, has still been on the warpath. I saw when he was uh, going after Business Insider, he uh, he made a little snide remark about how even the mafia doesn't target families. Yeah, and uh, I apologize to the mafia for the uh, comparison to uh, the the dregs of society that occupy Business Insider. Well, at the risk of being put on an actual list for being Italian and, and having pro mafia sentiments, Thomas Sowell in one of his books uh, or like an interview, I think talked about how like when he used to live in new york back in when the mafia was running things like he you know his wife would go like get a paper at the corner newsstand at three o'clock in the morning and some mafioso some bodyguard or hitman or whatever would like walk her home at night you know and he had no reason to fear for her safety because the the mafia would just like mafia would leave you alone as long as you left them alone you know so i believe in that same book book so also talks about walking his dog in parts of harlem at you know 2 a.m or midnight or letting the dog out to pee and then all the people that were living in harlem them kind of ex- threw up their hands and said really how, how could you do that um so you know i'm uh i will be engaged to a uh a, a proud sicilian american soon um hey so, congratulations thank it's you but, I'm um, sicilian american. <laughs> but, I'm, but i'm very scared of her but i'm secretly very scared of all the men in her family because the, they don't <laughs> like the type but i think like they're like they taking, know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah, they, 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 they know yeah, a yeah. guy. They know a couple <laughs> of wise guys. But uh, that 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 was actually one of the, uh, the the funnier angles that came up in the 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 wake of this Harvard scandal is uh, people were uh, digging for for mafia ties. In, yeah, that was funny. Uh, the Rufo family oh history, and uh, he was quite open about it. That uh, you know maybe a couple generations back, you know, in the old country, there might have been some guys who who might have done some things, but you know. 
who knows? <laughs> um, so then I, I felt uh, obligated to, uh, I used to have it in my bio and I took it out and I put it back oh, in. Oh, the consigliere. Yeah, 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 Rufo yeah. Uh, consigliere. Because uh, honestly, I think that is kind of the best description of like what my job is for him. That, like, yeah. Like I, I orig- originally I was hired basically just to be like a regular assistant, but then like he quickly figured out like I'm far more competent than that. So he uh, assigned me a lot more uh, tasks and responsibilities. So now I'm like kind of like, you know, just a go to guy. I uh, I make things happen. I'm a chief strategist, outside. top guy. I'm a, I'm a, you know, strategist, consultant, advisor. Uh, I just, you know, fix things, make things happen. That's that, that that's a consigliere, is it not? <laughs> Toma, Toma, you carry all the tomahawks for all the scalps. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and if we're going Godfather theme, you know, he's Italian. I'm not the the Tom Hagen, not Italian. Yep. He's yeah, a consigliere. Yeah. Boom, that's what you need. What is your guy's favorite crime syndicate? Like your favorite ethnic <laughs> crime syndicate, specifically ethnic crime syndicate. Yeah, man, uh, man, that's definitely a question I haven't been asked in an interview. Irish mafia, Italian mafia. I like the yakuza a lot, frankly. I think they have the best aesthetics. Hmm. My uh, my that's mom's family one. is from Boston originally. Um, so there. Oh, so you're probably gonna mob. go by with the, the Irish mob then, right? Oh, hey, you know my my. I love my mother to death, but uh, when she's angry, it's like, it's like hell is opening up. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd have to go with uh, the Irish because you know they. Uh... Whitey Bulger. Oh, dude, let's. <laughs> I I think um, the, the, out on the West Coast we don't really have like much of a history of that that uh they 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 didn't really penetrate at least this far north uh up in the pacific northwest so the uh the, the only organized crime we have here mm. is uh, is you know it's mostly uh that's in eastern washington over on the other side of the mountains mm. that uh it's like uh there's a there's a city called yakima that's kind of a big cartel hub okay. for uh distribution particularly for meth um mm, but sure. uh no the, the on the out here in the seattle area though the two main syndicates you get are uh the chinese uh, and they mostly run the harbor and the uh, the 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 trafficking through the uh, through the harbor. And then the uh, the Ukrainian mafia actually hmm. has a strong presence because they isn't that the just ones... called Congress? No, 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 no. <laughs> different different guys. Different... You'd be surprised. Different guys. These guys are like actual like they've been here a while, and they were the ones who were uh, had a lot of the large uh, marijuana grow ops before it was legalized. So then they quickly transitioned into running the legal marijuana industry in Washington as well, too. Hmm. That uh, huh. a huge portion of it is run by the Ukrainian mafia. They, did, they didn't change their like Adidas sweatpants and tank top. <laughs> no, 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 the entire still, time they still, just seamless transition. They're still slaving out. They're 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 <laughs> maximally slaved. Absolutely but, uh, Slavic behavior. I see. I've never been to Seattle, but like West Coast. I think the only time I've been to the West Coast other than like visiting friends in like the San Francisco area uh, was for Claremont. But I always pictured like Antifa and MS-13 being like the major like sources of crime. That's uh, um, yeah. In, in Seattle, you like, get Antifa, but like, I don't really even consider them on the same level as nah. like, yeah, they're not real yeah, they're organized not, crime. Nah. They're, or, they're organized, but like they're organized, they're disorganized, organized. But uh, so, uh, no, besides... I, I gotta, I just gotta get a, a quick West Coast plug in here because you guys are all uh, East Coast or, uh, or Midwestern boys. That uh, the, the the West Coast is objectively the most beautiful part of the country, and yeah. like 
it, it, it's it's just amazing. The only thing wrong with it is the politics. And one day there will be a glorious reconquista of the West Coast and it will become what it was meant to be. But uh, there's a reason why everyone flocked West in the in the 19th and early 20th century, because I mean, it's California in particular, I will say, even as a, a born and raised Washingtonian, California, particularly like Northern California is like the like most beautiful, perfect place to live where it's like, you know, the weather is great. You got mountains, you got the ocean, um, you know, you got trees, you got everything you could possibly want. But you have, you know, libtard occupied government. So yes, that's why, that's why you got to go to Kiowa in South Carolina. Like we have like the beach, the mountains, not libtard. Not government. real mountains. You do not have yeah, real mountains. Okay. okay. Those are <laughs> not real mountains. If you can't ski on them, they're not real mountains, guys. But you have hills. You guys have hills. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll give you that. We'll, we'll let I you have that one. Yeah. What Even all have? the. Uh, I will always be an Ohio supremacist at my very core, but given all the dumb stuff happening in Ohio politics lately, I think I might need to find a new state. Yeah, Mike DeWine. What the hell was that veto? I mean, it's it's the same he, thing with every every boomer uh, Republican. They're all I hate the term rhino because it's so played out, but they're all rhinos well, at the end of the day. But they're, they're but all, they're, the thing is, they're not because they actually embody the Republican Party better right, than that's fair. Better yeah. than the the, the non rhinos. The, right, they're yeah. the they're in the majority. So like, that's no, fair. we're they're they're, they're the real Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the Republicans just suck. Um, but Republicans uh, I think are the he, real Republicans. Yeah, he saw the the how successful Asa Hutchinson has been since his uh, defense of uh, transgenderism. Right. That uh, he well, thought he just had to replicate the strategy. I I don't necessarily think that's true. I think there is I think there is some validity to that statement. But he floated an executive order after a veto was threatened or an override of the veto was threatened. Um, that effectively effectively would have done the same thing. Um, solely to save face. I, I bet there would have. I bet. I bet there was some kind of poison pill or loophole in there yeah, or something. No, un- undoubtedly, there's, yeah. There's no way he just was going to yeah, give them what they yeah, wanted. No, it it, it would have. Executive order. It, it would have been like forty percent of it. It would have been lip service to it, but it was meant to basically say, "I'm doing the same thing that you want. Just don't humiliate me." Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Like I'm he, glad he they. I'm his, glad they humiliated him. Oh yeah, they should have. He he should have retired after losing the Senate to Sherrod Brown way back in the day he shouldn't he's a career politician it's he's ohio he against brown in, in 18 is that who he, uh no he so he won against um teen it, it doesn't matter but he lost his senate seat to sherrod brown way back in the day that's how sherrod oh, brown okay. got into the senate oh all right all right um but my point no my point being, josh mandel ran in 2018 right mandel dropped out um because of various reasons uh, but he was going to run. And then Mike Renacy, I think, ran against Brown in 18. We're getting in the weeds here. The point yeah, is, I don't, I don't, I don't follow Ohio uh, Republicans. Yeah, Dan's from Ohio. Dan's John just likes electoral politics. Some people like trains. John likes hey, electoral if, politics. If you, if you guys want to talk. <laughs> I also like trains. Talk, if you guys want to talk Washington electoral politics, I can uh, I can do that. The point Joe being Kent, Joe is Kent, that Joe Kent. Mike DeWine like, is uh, – so he made his name being a big pro-lifer, right? But this points to like, the same issue when um, the Dobbs decision came down. There was no plan for day two after Dobbs came down, and that's where we're getting slaughtered with all these ballot referendums. Now, all, the, all these Republicans only were pro-life because it gave them an 
ever out of reach boogeyman to campaign and fundraise against. I'm sure they had some like dispositional dislike for abortion and some probably milk toast, vague religious inclination that made them oppose it just instinctively, but they never had any actual political will to stop it because it was beneficial for it to be just ever out of reach. Well, yeah, it's, it, that, it's easier to, it's easier to fundraise if you're the perpetual underdog, exactly. right? Yeah. Nobody actually wants to win. And I think it's part of the reason why Chris Rufo is such a like boogeyman is because he's like people who are effective at winning on the right are so unusual. And he spells it out too. He tells yeah. you what he's going to do so yeah. that yeah. people, so that if he fails, yeah, people can call him out on it and hold him accountable. Yeah. But when he succeeds, it's just a roadmap. It's actually showing yeah. not yeah. consistent. And, and then, no, no, that, 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 yeah. that is an explicit part of the strategy is he and I talk about this all the time is we see so many people on our side just making so many unforced errors or basically just doing things completely backwards that it makes – despite the risk of you know tipping your hand to the other side and telling them what you're going to do, it's more beneficial to our side if we do that yeah. because then we teach people what to do and stay tuned throughout the rest of this year because there's going to be a lot more of that. Um, uh, to borrow a and term. We will be – we will be uh, laying out many plans out in public for uh, for everyone to see and then executing them to perfection. Let's bulldoze some higher ed institutions. <laughs> to borrow a term, there, there's no there's no honor in being a beautiful loser anymore. This is a civilizational crisis. Let, let's try and actually save something and have a civilization to live in. It, it's yep. it's beyond time that we start actually doing something worth doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop another sports reference here that's gonna go way over your head, but uh, go for I it. think it can be uh, all summed up in the uh, the famous words of Al Davis: "Just win, baby." Just win, baby. That's Powerful. what it's all about. First, your last. Powerful. There we go. So while we Fun. have an extra an extra sports fan here, maybe we should do Super Bowl stuff. Oh, damn. All right, we can make a quick prediction. I I'd be down. Yeah. John, uh, the, the the playoffs have not started yet. Uh, for another thirty minutes, the playoffs will minutes. start in about thirty minutes as we're recording this. So we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna get bogged down with playoff predictions because we'll be wrong in an hour. Uh, but on, Super Bowl let, picks. Let me let me look up who's in the playoffs real quick. All right, Sam's gonna get in on this. All right, let's do it. Uh, John, you want to lead uh, lead things off? Yeah. So, um, my heart deeply desires a Browns Lions Super Bowl. Um, I know losers. that it's not going. What? Beautiful losers. I know. They yeah. are beautiful losers. And to have them both play in their first Super Bowls in in the same season would be amazing. However, that is not going to happen. Um, just because the Lions aren't that good. I think the Cowboys and the 49ers are both better than than the Lions. Um, um so my honest prediction for neither, the Super Bowl, none of those people are in the playoffs. Uh, they're all in the playoffs. I'm looking at the wrong thing. They're all in the playoffs this year, buddy. What are you doing? I was looking um, at 2021. My my genuine <laughs> honest prediction for Super Bowl 58 or whatever. Um, Baltimore Ravens, San Francisco 49ers. Ravens win 42-28. Very uh very chalk, but uh understandable. We're gonna have a repeat of uh that Super Bowl a couple of years ago where Beyonce killed the lights. Yeah. Niners oh yeah, Niners. the blackout bowl. Yeah, I've forgotten Niners, about Niners. that. Then the uh, that was uh, Colin Kaepernick. Colin yeah. Kaepernick was, Super Bowl. That was both Harbaugh's too. That was. That was. Uh, Roy, what about you? I 
So it's so unreasonable. Yeah, I think the Niners are just going to bulldoze everybody. And if Lamar can stay healthy and not run around the pocket like an insane, like a like a like a schizophrenic, um, <laughs> him him his run his scrambling his his dual threat his dual threat option that makes me nervous for him because he's going to get lit up by some you know four hundred pound refrigerator linebacker. Um, but now I think that. I think that Purdy is just going to keep going, and I think Purdy is going to pull it out for the Niners. I don't know. I'd say, oh, both of them have good defenses. I'll go like 20 to 14 or something, you know, some real unorthodox score there. All right. I uh, I cannot bring my I, – I, I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC, but I cannot bring myself as a Seahawks fan to ever pick the 49ers. So I'm going to break – uh, I'm going to break with you guys there, and uh, I think it's going to be – it can't be the Cowboys because they choke every time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real surprise. The Green Bay Packers are gonna go on a run Ooh. in the Super Bowl from the seventh seed cool, in huh? the NFC. All right. Packers That's are going cool. on a run and they're gonna play the Ravens. Packers, Ravens, and the Ravens win. Okay. Sam, you have thoughts? <laughs> I have many thoughts. Just pick the teams you like with the coolest logo. Yeah, um, <laughs> I want to see my boy Debo pop off. Or actually, it could be the Bills. It could also be the Bills. It could be the Bills because Josh Allen is still on a mission from God. I I I, I will throw in a caveat that I think it's either it's either the Ravens or the Bills in the AFC, and it's so, going to be a surprise in the NFC with the Packers. My dad was a Steelers fan, and I am from Cincinnati, Ohio, and have a bit of a contrarian streak. Ooh. So I'm going Steelers. Ooh. That's, Ooh, that's, that's, that's bold. Are you, that's are you sure powerful. you can disclose that and go in, and go out in public? That's okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I write political opinions under my government name. It's fine. I, <laughs> I, I relish, I relish the hatred, but they can't play someone in their own conference. And I don't know what their conference is or what that means. So they're in the AFC. So that yeah. means. Yeah, I need someone in the NFC. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if it's split in sides, the, the side with the blue logo is the NFC. That's the one with the Packers and the 49ers and the Cowboys and the okay. Lions. I saw a movie with Mark Wahlberg and the Philadelphia Eagles one time. Mm, good <laughs> movie. Invincible? Invincible? That's, yes. a cl- that's a classic among Philadelphia sports but, fans. So, but the Eagles are trash, so no. If you want pure entertainment, I, you should uh, you should pick the, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers <laughs> versus the Steelers. That would be, I think, the most unlikely... Uh, That'd be the most entertaining. Who do people dislike the most? Cowboys. 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 I was about to say, that's America's team. No, fuck. No, it's America's most hated team. It's America's most hated team. America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart, Bobby Hill, attended Tom Landry Middle School. Cowboys coach. So I'm going. I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers and Dallas Cowboys. That's a classic. That is a classic. That'd be a classic matchup, and it's going to end in a tie. No one (laughs) can't happen. (laughs) You can't do that. It'll be funny. If that actually happens, I'll come back on the podcast, boil an old sock, and eat it. Um, deal, deal, yep, deal, deal. No, yeah, let's deal. make that right. I fucking hate the Cowboys. Dak Prescott. Wait, 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 wait. Is- we, we, we'll drop the tie part because that's literally impossible. Yeah. Will you do it if it's just – even if it's just that's the matchup, Cowboys-Steelers? No, sure, I'm that confident. Dak Prescott <laughs> is not the guy. He's I thought – and, well, and the Steelers. Can't the, the NFL Steelers tie? Can't tie in the Rudolph. NFL? No, the they can't tie. This ain't fucking European sports you t- ball. They tie in no. football. I'm pretty sure they tie in the regular season. during the playoffs. You can't tie, in, you can't tie oh, okay. in the playoffs. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Christ, 
if I had to make a bold prediction that that wasn't the obvious one that's going to happen, I, I have to say something like Bills Cowboys, like because like Josh Allen is just that good and like he needs it, like he just doesn't wants he it have, in his bones. He wants it more than anyone. Definitely. He wants it, but he doesn't. Have what does the that mean? What does it mean that someone the wants it? Touchdowns? They all, they're all, they all want, they all want it. That doesn't mean anything. I know, but like. Josh he's been Allen. so close so many yeah. times and never gotten there. He's uh he's got a he's got to get over the hump one of these days. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be this year though. Because no. doesn't he have like he has? I think he leads right? most touchdowns and most interceptions. Yeah. He's he's all over. He had, the place. He's Jeez. having the year that Jameis Winston had when he like went off for like fifty touchdowns but also like fifty <laughs> interceptions. He's his own worst enemy. Yeah. Are That's they going sad. to do? Do they still do like the two national, the the black national anthem, quote unquote, and like the real national anthem? No, that was like a one time thing. I think they, it, uh, yeah, I don't maybe know. they'll do it at the Super Bowl again, but I think it was just a one time thing. Who's doing the halftime show? The black national anthem, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what Super Bowl? Who is doing the half? Who is doing halftime? I think it's somebody. It's somebody else washed up from the nineties. Is it, it Rihanna? Was, uh, it's Usher. Yeah, it's no, Rihanna. That's who it yes. is. No, that was last Rihanna. year. Rihanna yeah. did it last year. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, right. I think yeah, it was Rihanna last year or year or year before that. Not she sure. recently did it when she was pregnant. Usher. 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 Man, Usher. That's, a, that's a name I haven't thought of in a long time. Yeah. I know, right? Watch this. Watch maybe this. they can get like uh maybe they can get Akon to show up too. Mm. Get David so, like, Ghetto on there. Have him sing without you. Or uh, or uh, or T Pain. Get some good real two thousands throwback. T Pain is yeah, probably is, big he way. probably is going to bring somebody. He's going to bring like yeah. he's going to bring T Pain. He's going to bring like Wiz Khalifa or somebody like that. Yeah, some real to the 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 uh, the two thousands nostalgia is kicking in. Now that we're firmly in the twenty twenties, people yeah. are nostalgic for the uh, the early two thousands. The GameCube wave is back. Hey, that's that's uh, that's our childhood right there, man. The original you know, like original Wii Mario Kart. Oh man, Dude. Nintendo Core. Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront. Ooh. Yeah. Yo, gee. Yo. Smash Bros. Brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everyone mains Meta Knight. Dude, we need yes, we need to do like video game live streams. Like Armin, when you're here, we need to just like live stream. That'd be video sick. Game. That would be sick. Yeah, guys. Um, I'm, I'm I'm coming to you from my laptop, but I've got my my fucking setup at my desk. I've got my work side of my desk and like my the headshot side of my desk and, and then you have the be, Oh, we need, yeah, sweet. we need like a PC multiplayer game or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Play like Uno. Minecraft. I, uh, I, I, I'm ashamed to admit I uh, I tried playing Fortnite again for the first time in, in many oh, years. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. And I got absolutely clobbered by seemingly children. They were they, <laughs> they like, probably I, I saw some Korean I saw child. some gamer I saw some gamer tags with like 2015 in them, which was very unsettling God. to me. That means that they were born like, in 2015. Literal nine year olds uh, just like absolutely kicking my ass. And you know, I they very much dislike the, the fact that someone born in 2015 is nine years old. That's <laughs> disturbing. I'm not okay with it. And oh, I that'd, feel be, that'd be fun though. We just thought we'd get on get on a, a on a squad matchup in Fortnite and just get our asses kicked. <laughs> children. They have the um I know they have the non-building mode now. That they, would they be that to. would be good for me because that's where I really I was gonna say struggle. the building part is trippy. I, yeah. I really struggle with the building. We could build an actual, well, I guess it's called Fortnite because you're supposed to build a fort, but I was going to say yeah, we could yeah, build we a could, fort. Yeah, we could fun. just build a fort with our friends, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. hey, we could, do a, we could do a Minecraft server. I haven't played yeah. Minecraft in ages either. Yes. Yeah, the two-week Minecraft kick is back, boys. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, dude. 
Oh, we gotta play games with our friends. <laughs> Dudes rock. Dudes really do rock. It's only a matter of time until someone steals the other guy's diamonds and then it all deteriorates, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like just yelling and screaming. Yeah. (laughs) Guerrilla warfare. Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, Any uh, any uh, closing uh, remarks here? I do want to sign off here before the uh, that 130 p.m. kickoff for me. Um, Roy, from uh, your experience at uh, at uh, Publius, who was your favorite lecturer that you guys had? Oh, oh man, Miles Anton. Yeah, I, 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 but I feel like that's like the you know. That, that, yeah, that's what that's the one everybody's like. Oh, that's I like the, Mike Anton. I love Anton. I love Azarad. Yeah, uh, I've been a guys. Huge, I've been. A I'm huge. disappointed you did not get the Bryson Piscatelli reference there. <laughs> Bryson, uh, Bryson's one of the boys and a true Southern gentleman. Um, I've actually I've been a huge Heather McDonald stan. Like my entire life, just seeing a seeing a little old lady like go into like these rattling off crime statistics off yeah, and just having people spit on her and tell her that they're gonna kill her, and this little old lady just sitting there just with a straight face telling people, no, actually flooding the area with police actually does make inner city neighborhoods safer, and it's like, well. Right. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really shocked and saddened to hear that she was spat on. It sounds like you guys had a much rowdier Publius class than we did. No, 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 disavow, disavow. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm sure you guys were good, not as good as she, us. But she know. was my, uh, she was my, she was my favorite speaker by far. She's just, I've read all her books. She's amazing. Uh, another Manhattan Institute great. Oh yeah, a legend. She is, she, she's amazing. And uh, yeah, the, the the few times I've uh, met her in person outside of uh, outside of Claremont, she's been nothing but the just like the sweetest lady too. So yeah, Heather Heather's yeah, she, great. Yeah, she's a very nice lady. I, I uh, not only did I have her lecture at Publius, I had I attended one of her lectures when I was uh, at the College Fix when I was in college. So oh. yeah, she's pretty great. All right. Well, uh, I feels like a a nice place to wrap up here. It was a nice. Uh, Nice casual uh, heavyweights episode. Yeah. So, Roy, since you haven't, you've said very little during the show, where can people find you where you actually say things? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, your boy Roy. And that was an old gamer tag back when I was 12. Uh, and I resurrected <laughs> it for Twitter. Um, and yeah, I put all my articles on there. I write whenever I have the time. Um, some articles do much better than others. Um, like his recent yeah. article for The Federalist. Yeah, go check out the absolute shithole that Bates College is um, and the adolescents that are running uh, running the classes there, uh, despite most of the professors having uh, PhDs from Ivy League institutions. But hey, I know this comes as such a so – you're telling me now for the first time, Armin. I, I, you know, <laughs> she must be so shocked by all this. No, it's, it's – uh, yeah, I, I can't say I'm surprised. And, you know, the uh, – even according to many Harvard professors, it turns out not all not all <laughs> Ivy degrees are uh, created equal. That uh, in their uh, in their fit of rage after uh, deposing their uh, president Gay, they uh, many Harvard faculty decided to uh, tarnish the reputation of their own school by saying that the uh, extension school degrees they offer and say on their own website are real Harvard degrees. 
are not actually real Harvard degrees and they've been lying to everyone. And now they're in damage control mode and sending all those same professors out to apologize and say, of course, we, of course, that's not what we meant. They're, they're all the same. So, uh, man, higher ed is, uh, is in trouble. Let's just say they're going to have a rough, uh, they're going to have a rough year ahead of them. We're not done yet. You mentioned president gay, but if Obama becomes president, they might soon have a gay president. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Allegedly. Allegedly. But, I uh, thought it was a matter of record. Really, I I, <laughs> I thought it was a matter of record. Uh, all right, <laughs> make sure note. to uh, make sure to uh, leave a, a a good review for us. We're uh, we're currently at all five stars. Yes, we have on, six uh, five star reviews. Thank you for the people who have left those. And if you're listening to this now, please leave another one. And if you are anything but a five star review, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and don't leave a review if it's not five stars we don't want it we only want high quality fans demand perfection <laughs> all, all right, right well uh yeah thank you roy for joining us it's uh, been a very uh fun uh free-flowing conversation here and uh yeah hope you guys are off to a good start in 2024 like i am go Steelers! yes and we will be back very very soon Hey, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe to Heavyweights Podcast on both YouTube and Rumble. Follow us on Twitter at Heavyweights76, and the show is available for download on all major platforms as well. Hope to see you soon.